Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. You having God alive in your heart means that you got his word alive in your heart. You can never separate God from his word. God and his word are one. And so, and so you, God revealing himself in your heart means his word is becoming alive in your heart. And so that's the whole purpose behind confessing the word. That's why we uh, speak the word of our lives, just so we can uh, establish that word in our hearts. You see, uh, Paul talks about awake to righteousness. And so we don't ever do to become righteous. No, we just uh, meditate on the truth. We confess the truth and the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Uh, and, 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 and you, 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 you talk to him about it, man. You, you fellowship uh, with him over it and say, thank you, Lord, for making me the righteousness of God. Thank you, Lord. You became sin for me, so I, through you, could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so, and so that's, that's not you trying to get righteous. That is you awakening now to who you are in Christ, you see. And so that's very powerful. That can only happen through grace and truth, not through the law. Uh, look at this verse here, John 17, excuse me, John uh, chapter one, uh, verse 17 says this. He says, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth, everybody say grace and truth. It came by Jesus Christ. And so grace and truth go together. Uh, it's not really grace and truth. It's really that grace and truth are, are one package. Amen. And so grace is the truth. Grace is the true nature of God. Now, again, the law of Moses is not incorrect. It is, um, it is simply incomplete. And so we can never fully know God through the law. Watch this, guys, because the law keeps man and God apart because of sin. You see, in the old covenant, man and God were separated because of sin. Yet in the New Covenant, those of us who've received Christ, uh, those of us who are born again, uh, I want you to understand that sin can no longer separate you from God. This is radical. Uh, I, you, you may have, you know, I don't care what you were into last week. I don't care what you did this morning. <laughs> no matter the mess you may be into, for God to become real in your heart, you've got to understand that your sin can no longer keep God apart from you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so, man, you could be in the deepest ditch and you're in that ditch because you made some bad choices and it's your fault and, 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 and all of that. Uh, you know, people might forsake you, but God is never going to forsake you. I want you to know that you could be in a situation where uh, everyone you thought you could rely on, uh, everyone you thought you could depend upon, man, they, they, they just ran away, you know, you got into some trouble. Uh, the people you thought were your friends, turns out they weren't really your friends and, 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 and you, you may feel like you're all by yourself. I want you to know God will never leave you nor forsake you. See, Satan wants you to think, well, God is gonna be with you when you perform right. No, that's not the truth. The truth is God is never gonna leave you nor forsake you. And so he's the one you can turn to. He's the one you can depend upon. 
uh, his promises for your life you can depend upon uh, man no matter how dark it gets for you I want you to understand that he is your solution he is your answer amen and so you turn to him and you say Lord I need you you turn to him and you say Lord come into my heart and 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 just just shine your light into those dark places in me <laughs> and there's something very profound uh, that happens praise God uh, you see this is the thing you want to understand about God is is that God never broke the fellowship with man you know ultimately what happened in the garden was that when Adam and Eve uh, ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil they exchanged uh, heart knowledge of God for the knowledge of good and evil and so sin came into the world and most people think you know when, when sin happened you know God uh, he kicked them out of the garden and, and he stopped fellowshipping with man that's not true God never broke the fellowship he was still there talking to them the first thing he did he was he let them know about the consequences of what they just did um, and he, t he removed them from the garden that was an act of his mercy because the truth is, if they had eaten of the tree of life in their fallen state, well, then man would have remained in that state forever, uh, and, and we would have all been beyond salvation. And so him kicking them out of the garden was an act of his mercy, and God was still there fellowshipping with them. I mean, God was talking to Cain after he slew his brother. Uh, and well, the first thing he did, if, if you look at that account there in Genesis, was he, uh, you know, Cain kills his brother. Uh, God uh, then protects Cain you know maybe we'll have time eventually to look at that in detail and I can show you the scripture uh, but the Bible said that God put a mark on Cain uh, protecting him so that nobody else you know so people wouldn't come after him and it's just what I want you to see is I want you to see the mercy of God I want you to see how religion in certain cases has twisted our perception of God oh Alex God is angry no friend I want you to understand because of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago God is not angry with you uh, God's not even in a bad mood where you're concerned Jesus already took the penalty for all of your sins past present and future uh, Jesus dealt with your sin 2,000 years ago because Jesus dealt with your sin 2,000 years ago nothing you do man can keep God away from you except watch this you <laughs> you know the only one the only person who can keep God away from you is you because he won't come into uh, your heart unless you let him, you see. And so we, we got to understand that. And so, and so in this new covenant, God and man are no longer uh, separated. If, if you're born again, if you're not born again, uh, you know, you got to go ahead and, and obviously get born again. Um, you just receive him, you know, you believe on him. But if once you're, once you're born again, man, you're in him. You're in Christ. Christ is in you. And so that means our, man, this is huge. That means our entire reference point now changes. This is why it's so important that we don't mix the covenants. You see, in the old covenant, God was over here, man was over here, man was a sinner, and, and, and God was over here uh, perfect and righteous. Well, if in the new covenant, if you're born again, your reference point has changed because you're no longer apart from him. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. And so... As he is, so are we in this world. It's not talking about your physical body or your soul. It's talking about your born-again spirit. And so in your born-again spirit, you're as righteous as Jesus. <laughs> I know I'm saying some radical things here. Stick with me, guys. You know, if you think this is kind of strange or radical, just stick with me. Because um, I want you to really catch this. 
I'm not talking about who you are in your body. I'm not telling you how you're acting, you know. Uh, you say, well, Alex, I'm, I'm certainly not like Jesus, you know. If you knew what was going on in my mind, the crazy thoughts I got sometimes, that ain't like Jesus, you know. Friend, we're all there with you. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're not, in our, in our soul, we're not perfect. In our bodies, we're not perfect. But man, in your spirit, you've been made just like him. And so now, the way God wants to deal with you is not by beating you up about your sin. No, what he wants to do is he wants you to catch a deeper revelation of who he's created you to be. He wants you, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15.34, where he said, awake to righteousness and sin not. You see, he wants you to awake to who you are in him, and then out of that, everything else will flow, whether it be your holiness, whether it be the promises of God in your life, all of that flows out of, out of you understanding who he has created you to be. And that is grace and truth, guys. That is grace and truth. That is how you acquire heart knowledge of God. Praise God. And so let's look at this some more. Um, turn with me to 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. I really believe this is going to bless you. Because um, there's some of you, you know, you tune into this message and you're... you're You've been praying, man, and you've been waiting for a breakthrough, and and you really, you really need God to show up in your life. What I want you to consider, I believe this is going to be a word and season for somebody. I, I, I want you to consider that what if you could switch from, I'm waiting for God to do this thing, whether it's healing, uh, whether it's your needs being supplied, whether it's your, your kids, you know, you're concerned about your kids. Uh, and, 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 you know, you, you've been really worried about your, your kid. What I want you to consider is that it's not about you trying to get God to, to move where that situation is concerned. It's about you letting it get rooted in your heart that it's already a finished work. It's already available. In fact, I want you to say this out loud right now. Say, what I need is available. Say, God is not holding out on me. And so what you need is available. Praise God. And so heart knowledge of God now includes having the correct knowledge of God. In other words, heart knowledge of God means I'm not struggling to try to get God to do something. No, I'm resting in what he's already done because Jesus shed his blood 2,000 years ago. Healing is already done. And so because Jesus shed his blood 2,000 years ago, Prosperity is already done because Jesus shed his blood 2,000 years ago. Whatever I need is already done. Now there's a difference between it being done, it being finished, and it being in manifestation. Because how many know grace always requires a positive response? Our positive response to the grace of God is faith. And so faith now reaches out and takes what grace has already made. Praise God. <laughs> and so it's already done. It's already available. You responding in faith is, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe I'm already righteous. Lord, I believe I'm already healed. Lord, I believe that you've already met my needs. Before you can see it, you receive it by faith. Thank you, Lord. And what you do is, man, you receive it by faith and you just, you just walk in that, man. Remember, works of faith are born out of your faith in Jesus. 
They're inspired by the Holy Spirit. They're motivated by love. And so you walk in faith. Holy Spirit will now, you fellowshipping with him, remember, you being aware of his presence, he'll now start talking to you. He'll give you a good, a good idea. Uh, he'll, he'll direct your steps. And what he's doing is he's directing your steps into the manifestation of what is already done. I really trust you're catching this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's powerful, guys. This is where the power in the Christian life is. We are victorious because Jesus already won the victory. So we're not trying to get victory. No, we are now operating in faith, protecting the victory that we already have. You see, in fact, that's the very core, the very essence of spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is not you trying to get victory over Satan. No, spiritual warfare is you maintaining the victory that Jesus already won for you. You see, Satan is a loser. Satan is defeated. And, and he has to actually ask permission for, to, to be able to mess with people. He can't do anything without your permission. When God becomes real in your heart, man, you're no longer going to give him permission. Somebody says, Alex, this is radical. Yes, it is. <laughs> Amen. I mean, this is powerful. I'm telling you, there's something powerful that happens, man, when you start to see who you are in Christ. When this is not just something, man, this is not just something I read about. This is not just something I heard somebody else minister on. No, this is something that's become real in my heart. You see, and, and I want you to, to get to that point as well. God wants you to be at that point where it's just so real to you. That's where your life is going to change, man. It's all about you understanding. It's about heart knowledge of God. In fact, I want you to say this out loud right now. Lord, make yourself real in my life. Lord, reveal yourself in my life like never before. Praise God. And so let's look at this. Man, <laughs> um, let's look at this. Second Peter uh, chapter 1. Uh, let's just, uh, in fact, let's just start reading at verse 1. Uh, why don't you read this out loud with me if you're there? Uh, verse 1, ready? Let's read. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Now, verse 2, watch this. He says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. And so let's stop right there. How many of you want grace and peace to be multiplied in your life? Grace and peace can be multiplied in your life. Well, Alex, how? Uh, through me working harder, for, through me struggling more, through me making sure I keep all of the commandments? No, that's not what he said. He said it's through the knowledge of God. Everybody say it's about knowing him. It's through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. And I submit to you guys, that's not uh, intellectual knowledge. That is heart knowledge. And so when God is real in your heart, when you're walking in a close, intimate relationship with him, grace is multiplied in your life. And remember, grace is the unmerited favor of God. Uh, peace is multiplied in your life. I want you to know, no matter what's going on in the natural, when God is real in your heart, there's a peace you know, that you have, where you just know it's like, you know, it's kind of like this stuff's going on in the world, it's looking kind of crazy in the world. But you know what? I have peace because I know it's going to be okay. You know, God's, I, I got God, you know, God is right here with me. And Lord, I know because you're with me, it's going to be okay. You see, uh, your, your, your kid might be going off, off course, but you know what? I got peace because I got scripture to stand on that says that great shall be the peace of, of, of our children. You see, 
And so you got that peace because that becomes real in your heart, man. And, and grace being multiplied, man, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, his, his favor multiplied in your life. That's when grace explosions begin to show up in your life. Uh, a grace explosion is when the unmerited favor suddenly comes into manifestation in your life and, and suddenly there's a breakthrough and, and suddenly the provision showed up and, and suddenly you had uh, uh, the, the idea you needed and suddenly uh, healing manifested in your body. So that's a grace explosion. I'm prophesying some grace ex explosions over your life, man, wherever you are. I'm prophesying that God wants to have you experience some of his grace explosions. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, and, and, I'll, and so grace and peace are multiplied through, through heart knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Now watch verse 3, because I said earlier that this heart knowledge of God must now be the correct knowledge of God. And so we're about to see what the correct knowledge of God is for us as born-again believers. This is huge, guys. Uh, verse 3 says, According as His divine power hath given unto us all things. There it is. He's given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. There it is again, through the knowledge. Through the knowledge. Everybody say it's about knowing Him. It's through the knowledge of Him, Jesus, that has called us to glory and virtue. And so, this knowledge, like I said, is the correct knowledge. Another translation says, through the correct knowledge of Him that called us to glory and virtue. And so you, now developing this heart knowledge of God, is, Lord, thank you that what I need is already available. Thank you, Lord, that I already have all things pertaining to my life and godliness. Somebody says, Alex, uh, where is it? I, I can't see it. Well, friend, that's what faith is all about. You see, uh, grace and faith always go together. You can't separate grace uh, and faith um, because the way that you receive what grace has made is, is through faith. And, and, and so, man, we're still walking by faith, but I want you to understand that the highest way that you can use your faith is, Lord, thank you. I believe I have all things pertaining to my life and godliness. You see, there's nothing wrong with using your faith for a particular promise. In fact, you ought to do that, uh, something you're believing God for. But man, the highest way you can use your faith is, Father, I thank you, I believe, I have all things pertaining to my life and godliness. You see, and so that shifts your entire uh, perspective where you're no longer trying to get or acquire. Uh, you're no longer trying to perform to get God to move in your life. No, man. You receive His goodness, His favor, His grace. Because of Jesus, man, I have what I need. Because I'm in Christ, I got what I need. And so now your attention, if you do that, man, your attention is no longer caught up in the carnal. No, your attention becomes Jesus. You see, I want you to understand that it's really about you understanding that because you're in Him, Man, because you have this heart knowledge of Him. Paul said, this is all I want, just that I might know Him. Man, that when you understand that the preciousness and, and, and the excellency of knowing Him, man, then He, something amazing starts to happen, then He becomes your treasure now, you see? He becomes your fulfillment, and, 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 and He becomes your peace. Uh, he becomes whatever you need. And man, that is something that can never happen by you just 
knowing things about him. No, that is him becoming real in your heart. And so he's real in your heart. You delight yourself in him. Man, he's your joy. You fellowship with him. You talk to him. And, and, and man, it's just, whew, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. There's something remarkable that happens when you start to, man, move in that fulfillment that comes out of him. And that starts to spill over into your life, you know. All of a sudden, out of that fulfillment in Christ, the answer shows up. Out of that fulfillment in Christ, the prosperity shows up. Uh, the healing shows up. You walking in your purpose and your identity shows up. I trust you guys are catching this. Um, this is how you start to live right. You know, this is how, how you start to get deliverance from, from being in bondage to sin. It's not, it's not you trying to perform, you know, to not cuss or you uh, trying to get rid of those weed habits or you, you know, trying to, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, to, to have, to do better with your temper. Um, no, man, it's when Jesus becomes your focus, then everything else starts to flow out of that. You see, when Jesus becomes your focus, man, that's how, how he teaches you. Remember, grace is a person. It's Jesus. He's the person of grace. Amen. He is grace. And so, and so he, you're fellowshipping with him. He's real in your heart. Uh, what happens is, man, he's going to help you with your temper. You know, all of a sudden, you just find yourself being more kind and more patient with people. You know, he's going to help you get rid of that habit because, man, all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you realize, man, I went through the whole day and, dude, I didn't cuss. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. You know, I've never, I don't know. I kind of feel weird about that, but kind of feels good, you know. <laughs> um, and so you know, what I'm saying is this, is, is that you getting rid of those things is never going to be because of your effort or struggle. Because that was the law, you see. You know, you getting delivered from, from, from that stuff that's not really who you are in Christ is, is you focusing on him. I have all things pertaining to life and godliness that includes I'm already to the righteousness of God in Him. And, and now you just fellowship with Him. You cultivate that relationship. You practice that relationship. And so, man, this is huge. To know Him in the heart means He becomes our joy. To have heart knowledge of God, man, he becomes so real to you, you understand He's your peace, He's your fulfillment. And out of this will flow whatever is necessary in your life. Good success in our lives will flow out of us having heart knowledge of God. And this is not something you get to overnight, you know. This is something um, you just practice one day, one moment at a time. Because remember, it's not about your performance. It's just you spending time with Him. You understanding that He's your answer. He's your solution. Uh, he's your, your treasure. And so the focus now is never principle, you know. Uh, principles are important. It's important for us to understand uh, how faith works. But the focus is the person, Jesus. And man, the focus is no longer your performance. The focus is what he's done for you. 
guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.